opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. Today is Friday, July 28th, 2023. The last Friday of July, 2023. And I just finished listening to an episode that I did the Friday after I buried my sister. And I can't believe that the time has gone by so rapidly. She passed away in February, and here we are in July already. And not even in July, the end of July. Matter of fact, Monday is the last day of July. Wow. But anyway, on today's episode of As the Massage Tip Turns, You know I don't know what we're talking about. You know I don't know what we're talking about. For those of you who cannot understand my fast speech. (laughs) Anyway, did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. And we will be right back with today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. We will be right back after this brief pause for the cause. I did tell you I love you for listening, didn't I? I really do. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website joyfuldays.com. And this article is titled Weather Life's Storms How to Cope with Tough Times. There will be storms in your life losing a job or a loved one, financial ruin, betrayal of a close friend. These things happen. Though you cannot control external circumstances, you can prepare yourself to weather life's storms when they come. Into each life, some rain must fall. Some days must be dark and dreary. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow How do you weather life's storms? Number one, accept the circumstances. 
It is natural when things go wrong to wallow in self-pity and wish that things were different. You may question the fairness of life and experience strong feelings of anger and resentment. While it is not wrong to feel this way, the gap between the way you want things to be and the way they really are creates an enormous tension within yourself. Not only do you have to weather life's actual storms, you are also fighting another self-created storm inside. The sooner you accept that things are this way and they are not going to change, no matter how hard you wish, the earlier you can start to deal with the real situation. Number two, anchor yourself. You want all the stability you can get when everything around you is heaving. For some people, the anchor will be religion. Going to church or praying frequently can be an important stabilizing act. Having a routine is another possible anchor. This could take the form of daily exercise, journaling every night, or making a regular phone call to a friend at night. This is not a good time to make other changes in your life though you may be tempted to as a means of escaping the current situation. Don't change jobs, move house, start drinking, get married, get divorced, or have another child. Do yourself a favor and deal with just one thing at a time. Number three, move forward gently. Experienced sailors know that when a boat is in choppy waters, you don't head straight into the waves. Instead, approach at a roughly 45 degree angle. This prevents the boat from crashing headfirst into every wave and eases, eases it as gently as possible into the swell. In the same way, you should be gentle with yourself as you maneuver through your own storm. Shield yourself as much as you can. Avoid negative, pessimistic, or critical people. Set some boundaries. Relinquish some of your responsibilities at home, work, or other areas of your life, if possible. Don't expect too much of yourself at this time in your life, or feel guilty for not looking after everyone else. Your, your goal right now is simply to make it through the storm intact. Number four, ask for help. A good crew understands that 
It's all hands on deck when a storm comes. Your true friends will know this too and probably offer to help. Accept their offer. If they don't offer, it could be because they are afraid to come across as pitying or patronizing. Ask for their help and both parties will be relieved. Try to be specific about what help you need. In your friend's eagerness to be useful, they may do all kinds of things for the sake of just doing something. You can direct their energies in a way that is helpful to you and makes them feel genuinely useful. Besides, I'm sorry, excuse me. Besides friends, you could approach professionals who may be able to help. Depending on your situation, you may need the help of a medical specialist, lawyer, counselor, or spiritual guide. Ask around for recommendations. Some professionals and organizations offer their services free or for a low fee if the case is deserving. Number five, stay on course. When things get rough, you may be tempted to give up because it just doesn't seem worth it. Sometimes it feels easier to stop trying. Yet, if you give in, you will miss out on much of life's adventures. You were born to live, and this is part of living. The fishermen know that the sea is dangerous and the storm terrible, but they have never found these dangers sufficient reasons for remaining ashore. Vincent Van Gogh Weather life's storms till the storm passes. Storms don't last forever. Sunny skies will come again, and you will appreciate the good times all the more. And when the next storm comes, you'll be better skilled and able to help not just yourself, but others as well. Life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Vivian Green. Okay, and that, you guys, was the end of that article, Weather Life Storms, How to Cope with Tough Times. And that was on joyfuldays.com. And we'd like to thank them for their very informative, interesting article, Weather Life Storms, How to Cope with Tough Times. And we will be right back with another exciting article on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We will be right back.
It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's dictionary definition word of the day brought to you by Oxford Languages is resilience. It's a noun, number one, the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. Number two, the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape elasticity, resilience, and we will be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website blog.perfectsnacks.com dot com and this is under the hive and this article is titled the 10 essential habits of emotionally strong people bits of emotionally emotion is the greatest motivating factor behind every action our emotions can drive us in any direction including the wrong one This is why emotional strength and stability is key to one's overall success and happiness. The ability to overcome challenging obstacles by turning them into an opportunity for growth and development characterizes a mentally strong being. There's a pattern in common common qualities among emotionally strong people that is apparent in the way they act and go about their daily lives. Here are 10 essential habits and practices of the emotionally strong that all people should do more of. Number one, have confidence. Emotionally stable people radiate confidence as they walk into a room They aren't constantly seeking attention because they don't need the recognition of others to know their self-worth. Number two, surround themselves with positive influences. In life, there will always be things thrown our way that are beyond all control. But the people who let into our, the people we let into our lives is not one of them. Emotionally strong people understand that the people they surround themselves with reflect who they are. Getting rid of the people that hold us back is difficult, but necessary for a positive life. Number three, forgive others. Holding grudges takes up too much mental energy. If someone genuinely apologizes for wrongdoing, Forgive him or her and move on. Number four, number four, do their own thing. 
Emotionally strong people aren't afraid to be themselves. They are independent and don't feel the need to fit in with others. Number five, believe in themselves. Those who are confident never doubt themselves. They know what they want and are optimistic for the future. Number six, show genuine kindness. Moms have been telling their kids forever that mean people are simply insecure, and it's true. People that are emotionally strong don't need to drag others down to feel good about themselves. Number seven, willingly love. They give all of their love and aren't afraid of getting hurt. They put themselves out there even though they know it doesn't always work out. Number eight, see each day as a blessing. They don't lie in bed dreading the next day ahead of them. Instead, they feel happy to be alive and accept every day as an opportunity for improvement. Number nine, say no. In order to stay sane, it's important to know it's okay to say no. Overcommitting can raise stress levels as you try to accommodate everyone else's needs. Number 10, understand that happiness is a choice. Emotions don't reflect reality, but instead reflect the way we perceive reality. We have the power to control our emotions and how we interpret each and every situation. A bad day can easily be turned into a good day by simply changing your outlook. Emotional well-being can often be overlooked, but it is just as important as our physical health. Take on some of these hab- taking on some of these habits could go a long way towards a happy, healthy approach to life. Okay? And the author of this was Dustin. And Dustin is the wholesale manager at Perfect Bar. Okay, Dustin, we want to thank you for your very informative article, The Ten Essential Habits of Emotionally Strong People. And we will be right back with another exciting article on today's episode of As the Massage Tip Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back with our last article for today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, and we are on the website healthline.com under their mental well-being tab, and this article is titled, What's Resilience? Benefits and Tips for Bouncing Back 
after hardship. It was medically reviewed by Jacqueline Johnson, PSYD, written by Emily Swaim on December 22nd, 2022. Resilience can help you adapt to loss, betrayal, failure, and other life difficulties and continue to thrive despite these challenges. Resilience in a nutshell refers to the ability to bounce back after challenges and setbacks and experience a good outcome regardless of the trials you've faced. Of course, since people don't always agree on what counts as a hardship or a good outcome, resilience can be a pretty subjective term. In general, though, you can think of resilience as a mix of persistence, hardiness, and flexibility. You might bend in the face of adversity, but you don't break. Experts have linked resilience to a number of benefits, including an improved social life, better performance under pressure, protection from mental health symptoms like depression or anxiety. Resilience doesn't come naturally to everyone, but it's absolutely possible to boost resilience with a little effort and training. Read on for more details on its benefits, plus tips to build resilience in your own life. The Basics The concept of resilience originated in the 1950s through studies of childhood trauma. Researchers worked with kids who had survived difficult circumstances but didn't show obvious signs of mental health issues. They considered resilience a personality trait and wanted to know why some kids had this innate invulnerability to stress. Research from 2015 expanded the definition of resilience to include a broader ability to adapt to stress and change. In short, you don't need to overcome a traumatic childhood to show your resilience. And having mental health symptoms does not make you less resilient. Rather, many psychologists consider resilience a state of being like hopefulness or determination that anyone can access. Since it's not an innate trait, lived experience can help you develop it further. To put it another way, you have to fall down before you can learn how to get up. But the learning process gives you the knowledge and skills you need to pick yourself up off the ground if you fall again. You may also gain the confidence to move forward since you have memories proving you can survive the challenges life throws your way. Benefits of resilience. Some evidence links greater resilience to lower levels of anxiety, stress, and depression, according to a 2018 review. Resilience may also offer some protection from other mental health concerns and emotional distress, including post-traumatic stress disorder, 
PTSD, rumination, and attachment issues. More resilient people may also have greater ambition, feel more hopeful and optimistic, find it easier to maintain emotional stability, be more resourceful, find it easier to delay gratification, feel more connected to others in their personal life and the world as a whole, have greater satisfaction with life overall. How do I know if I am resilient? According to the three-component model of general resiliency, resilient people have three main qualities. Active engagement with the world. Resilient people tend to face the world head on. When they face hardship, they might spend little time on self-pity and instead search for lessons they can learn from the incident. Example, your romantic partner dumps you without warning, breaking your heart. At first, the breakup feels devastating, not to mention surprising. But within a few days, you find yourself reflecting on the red flags and feel grateful you now know what you do not want in a relationship. You plan to use this information when you're ready to date again to find a partner who's a better fit for you. A toolbox of problem solving strategies. When facing adversity, it helps to have an assortment of methods you can use to climb out of the proverbial hole. Resilient people tend to have plenty of mental, emotional, and personal problem-solving skills stuffed in their pockets. Example, you and your partner are home with COVID-19 when you discover an inch of water pooling on one side of your basement. After a quick moment of panic, you remind yourself it could have been worse. At least the entire basement didn't flood. Then you do some poking around to discover where the water came from. You don't want to have anyone come diagnose and fix the issue until you test negative. So you clean up the water mess with towels and a wet dry vacuum and set up fans to to dry the area. Then you call the hardware store to order some flood barriers and enlist a friend to pick them up and drop them off at your house. Better performance under stress. Generally speaking, resilience can help you recover after sudden distressing or life-changing events. With greater resilience, you may find it easier to manage your emotions so you can focus on what you need to do next. Example, the company you work for changes hands and your entire office learns they'll lose their jobs in two weeks. Everyone seems stunned, angry, and upset by the unfairness of the situation. You're pretty frustrated too, and you channel your emotions into your search for a new job. You go home, brush up your resume, and start sending it out to similar companies. Inspire and be inspired with Bezzy for depression. Wait a minute, that's a commercial, y'all. 
Limitations of resilience. Resilience isn't an unlimited resource. Enough pain, emotional distress, and exhaustion can cause even the most resilient person to falter. Excuse me. That's what makes it so important to rest physically and emotionally after going through a hard time. Everyone has a point where stressors stop building character and start damaging well-being. If you're forced to stay in emergency mode for too long, your mind and body can eventually get stuck in that setting. This toxic stress response can actually decrease your long-term resilience. Toxic stress may lead to a faster, more intense response to stressors. Anxiety over changes in your environment that typically wouldn't bother you. Emotional numbness or difficulty experiencing or expressing emotions. Trouble thinking or concentrating. Difficulty managing impulses. In short, resilience is worth cultivating, but it can't resolve all of life's problems, especially factors outside of your control, such as racism, homophobia, transphobia, abuse, and other forms of inequality and injustice. Take relationship abuse, for for instance. It often occurs as part of a cycle, and it can cause toxic stress, not to mention deep and lasting trauma. Your partner may hurt you with actions, words, or emotional tactics, then apologize and act very kind and loving, swearing they didn't mean to do it and will never do it again. Once they apologize, you may relax and recommit to the relationship, trusting their promises and feeling as if you've weathered the storm. But in time, the abuse will likely begin again. In these cases, resilience alone may not safeguard your well-being. Even if you're strong or resourceful enough to, to endure an awful situation, the effects can take a serious toll. Tips for building resilience. Hoping to become more resilient? These tips can help. Grow your support network. When, growing, when going through hard times, it helps to know people you trust have your back. Your social circle can let you crash on their couch after a breakup, termite, uh, termite infestation, or house fire. They can offer emotional support after a loss and provide a community of faith or shared culture that creates a sense of stability in times of upheaval. Strong, supportive relationships are especially important for children who have survived trauma. Evidence suggests that kids who have at least one positive adult role model tend to grow up with much better mental health than kids who don't have a trusted adult in their life. Relaxation techniques. It's easier to bounce back after a crisis when you don't let when you don't feel overwhelmed by feelings of panic. 
Taking the time to build a toolbox of anti-anxiety techniques can make a difference when you do face a challenge or hardship, especially a sudden one. Examples include journaling, listening to music, box breathing, visualization, progressive music relaxation, guided imagery, yoga. Level up your skills. It's pretty much impossible to be good at everything, but you can target your self-improvement efforts to where they'll count the most. As a start, it may help to consider the biggest sources of stress in your life, then pick one or two skills that can help you in that area. For example, if you get an emotional hangover after every visit with your in-laws, brushing up on boundary setting could boost your strengths for future visits. You might, for instance, practice saying, no, I'd rather not, or sorry, but that's none of your business in the mirror, or try a round of conversational role play with your spouse. It's always worth reminding yourself that you don't have to be perfect or anywhere close to thrive. Maybe you haven't found the job of your dreams yet, but you have an impressive resume, strong recommendations, and a handful of unique talents that set you apart from the crowd. If you approach each interview as an opportunity to practice and grow rather than a new chance to fail, you're demonstrating resilience. Work with a therapist. If you'd like to practice resilience with an expert, a therapist or a counselor can offer resilience training. This training can take anywhere from 2 to 28 hours, depending on the program. You'll learn a range of skills that may help boost resilience, such as goal setting, emotion regulation, relaxation, mindfulness, self-compassion, gratitude. Research from 2018 suggests that inventions rooted in cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, can boost resilience a small amount, while mindfulness-based interventions, or that should have been research suggests that interventions rooted in cognitive behavioral therapy can boost resilience a small amount, while mindfulness Mindfulness-based interventions may have a moderate effect. Training that includes both mindfulness and CBT techniques appears to, to boost resilience the most. The bottom line. Resilience can help you adapt to challenges and hold your ground in the face of adversity. Some people are naturally more resilient than others. All the same, anyone can cultivate this skill and experts consider it a skill worth cultivating since greater resilience often translates to better mental health and higher life satisfaction. Just keep in mind that resilience may not help you weather every challenge. Resilience is just one of many skills at your disposal and it's not the only way to show your strength. Emily Swaim is a freelance health writer and editor who specializes in psychology. She has a BA in English from Kenyon College and an MFA in writing from California College of the Arts. 
2021, she received her Board of Editors in Life Science, B-E-L-S, certification. You can find more of her work on Good Therapy, Very Well, Investopedia, Vox, and Insider. Find her on Twitter and LinkedIn. And we would like to thank you once again, Emily Swaim, for your insightful article on Healthline.com. What's resilience? Benefits and tips for bouncing back after hardship. And that, you guys, is going to be the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Now, you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you from your square because you are the only you in the entire universe and you're doing a great job of being you. Have a great summer. We'll talk with you on Monday. Miss Rose out. Oh, did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening.